Hello. Oh my god, we're back. Um, I actually haven't published the first episode yet. Um, but hello and welcome back to Absolutely Thriving with me, Charlotte. Today, um, it's been playing on my mind quite a lot because at the moment there's a whole sort of like discourse around Hot Girl Summer. Um, I realised I've kind of combined reasonably academic word with a basically the antithesis of that um but anyway today's question being posed is the rhetoric around hot girl summer empowering or degrading so let's get into it yeah so hot girl summer i think by definition i probably should have looked up a definition before um starting this podcast but to me i'm gonna paraphrase what i think hot girl summer is to me it's just let me have a think. I'm just looking it up as I say. <laughs> okay, so I've Googled it actually because I don't want to butcher this. So, Hot Girl Summer is a meme originating with rapper Megan C. Stallion about feeling confident who you are and having fun and looking good while doing it. It often involves women posting selfies with summer swaggery. Oh god, that makes me cry and cringe. Um, cute. Anyway, so Hot Girl Summer is basically about being. To me, it's kind of about being promiscuous and confident in oneself as you're doing it, which I think, to an extent, is a relatively positive thing. But anyway, let's get into it. So, on the one hand, I think potentially it could be considered empowering because, like, by the definition, it's sort of like encouraging women to live very like authentically and to pursue their own interests and desires, and like in our society like all the expectations made of women are so much just sort of for the male gaze and there's always someone else benefiting from women's actions so I think in a sense that it's sort of like taking back that power and sort of being in control of your own sexuality for your own good because like ultimately women kind of have the right to use their sexuality to their advantage unpopular women um, because we're so sexualized by the media, like in every way. Like I could literally do a whole other like podcast just about how women are sexualized continually. But I think this idea of like hot girls on that it's very much for one's own agenda and just being like sexually liberated in a sense to sort of act in a way that fulfills your own interests rather than just being for the benefit of a man. So I don't know, I think it's interesting um following on from that I think it's kind of a bit of a f you to the patriarchy in a sense because yeah women are taking control of their own lives and they're not just sort of treating themselves as they're not waiting I think I think there's a whole sort of narrative about women having to be chosen by the man and like I think this is very like common knowledge at this point, but women expecting to be asked out on dates, women being proposed to, it's all very sort of objectifying in a way, and it's very it commands a very passive role. So I think for women to be able to sort of like go out and seek their own pleasures and not sort of wait to be approached by a man, again, it's quite a freeing prospect. And it's sort of reinforcing this idea to women that they do have the autonomy 
and their own sort of agency in their own lives like I think it extends to a wider outlook rather than just sort of being able to act freely sexually in the summer I think if you extend the metaphor to wider circumstance which I think is ultimately going to be the conclusion of this debate (laughs) spoiler um I think yeah I'm so inarticulate god anyway I think it's the problem with podcasts is that just if you don't fully have everything fleshed out, which I don't for this, I literally have written down a few bullet points. Um, <laughs> oops. I think you can just get lost very easily and you can't edit it. So it's a bit of a, I mean, you probably can edit it, but that's realistically, I'm not going to know how to edit it. So onwards. So yeah, going back to <laughs> the mindset aspect, um, encouraging women to chase their own desires I think is a very positive thing to be enforcing because ultimately that can encourage women to go and be successful in whatever avenue that they choose and it's sort of reclaiming the ground that we've sort of given up to men in a sense because as we all know a men sort of Amen. Wow. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, I'm just not funny. Anyway, <laughs> this is the thing. I feel like if I was having this direct conversation with you, it would flow so much better because you'd be able to input and sort of stop me from speaking really poor English. Um, but it's just me sat in my bedroom as the incredibly extroverted person I am. <laughs> so yeah, that's fine. Anyway, <laughs> back to the topic of conversation. Um, yeah, so I think we all know that when a man sleeps around, he's kind of just deemed a player. And it's very much accepted that it's a very, like, boys will be boys mentality. And everyone kind of is, excuses their behaviour, which means that the standards for a man are so low like oh he opened the car door on our first date and he offered to pay like the fact that our expectations of men are so low and also so superficial it's like oh he did this for me oh what a gentleman or oh no he's such a nice guy he didn't make me have sex with him on the first date your barometers are quite low and these are just things that should just be automatic And also, I think, with some specifically um, related to money and sort of respect, it's sort of reinforcing the patriarchy again, because it's like, oh no, the man has to pay because the man has more money. We're very much going on a tangent here, um, so you didn't sign up for this, but you're welcome. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think it's kind of toxic, in a way. So, yeah, I think, going back to the original subject of debate hot girl summer um it sort of reinforces this independent mindset and it's showing that you can take your own initiative in a sense um and then my last thing was just like it's putting yourself first this sort of ties into everything that i've said thus far but by putting yourself first 
you're sort of proving to everyone around you, male, female, and every other gender in between, that you are of value and that you do have worth, I think. Because you're not sort of shying away from... I think because it's so rooted in sexuality, it's a bit somewhat tenuous to say this, but by sort of exuding this confident persona, you show to everyone else that they need to sort of respect you and treat you right because you just won't tolerate it. And I think that's just good for your general self-esteem, to be honest, is just being able to be like, yeah, I am a value. And if you are going to be in my life, you're going to treat me right. Because I think so often, sort of, this goes for both genders, but I think especially women in heteronormative um, scenarios, heteronormative, heterosexual, um, I'm just, uh word format (laughs) I literally I don't know how people can think I'm articulate maybe people just don't think I'm articulate I don't think I'm articulate (laughs) anyway I think in heterosexual relationships so often a woman has to compromise to a greater degree this is a generalization so don't at me her own sort of like desires and feelings because just the way our heteronormative society is structured it's the woman who always has to make the bigger compromise like the woman has to stay home and look after the kids when she gets pregnant um and I don't know just in general I feel like a woman just the way that she's treated by society in general it's just very sort of second of the man so this mentality I think yeah it could be positive in some regard I'm going to quickly pause because I want to recollate my thoughts and then we will resume okay I literally took less than a minute break but I feel more confident now (laughs) so on the flip side of this how Hot Girl Summer could be considered degrading. To me, it kind of comes back to this idea that it's very objectifying, and I think it falls into self-objectification. And I read a book earlier this year, um, a few months, I think it was about a month ago, maybe. Um, It's called More Than a Body, and it's written by two twin sisters, um, who I... They're called Lexi and something um and they both did a phd in body image which i think is so interesting um and so this whole book is sort of dedicated to um sort of body neutrality which is a concept that i think would be beneficial to become more mainstream but anyway i think i'll probably talk about body image another time because i have many many thoughts many feelings a lot going on in that department um but yeah this sort of idea of the hot the hot part of hot girls (laughs) specifically it's sort of being focusing too heavily on the exterior sort of by definition and obviously that's kind of like a obvious statement to make but I think as women we are as I was talking about earlier so objectified and praised simply on what we look like and so having this rhetoric centering around your appearance 
Mm, don't think it particularly furthers the cause of feminism in terms of third wave feminism. But anyway, I think sort of this goes hand in hand with that. It's very superficial because it's placing all the emphasis and value on a woman's appearance. And it's not encouraging sort of developing your own interests in a wider sense. It's very much about sort of being attractive. And it's just, we're not ornaments. Women are very much, like, <laughs> like everyone is unique per se. And so, sort of deciding that in order to have a hot girl summer, you have to be attractive. Like, I don't care how this may be contended by other people, but the fact that it's that you got hot in the name just means inevitably that the expectation is for you to be attractive in order to fulfill this sort of I wouldn't even how would you describe it like the lifestyle that the phrase entails I don't know um and so it's sort of conforming women to a there's a thing on tiktok it's like for that girl it's like how to be that girl um it's very one-dimensional it's sort of like you have to eat like fresh fruit and like go in your morning walks and then do journaling it's like you can I do all of that stuff but like I also really enjoy sort of like going to parties drinking alcohol and just like having like I don't know I think that it's not a okay you have to be this and it kind of goes the same, like, that girl, that girl image is very similar to Hot Girl's other. It's so confining because it's just trying to encourage a very distinct stereotype and that you have to sort of fulfil all of these criteria. And in fact, that you can have elements of so many of these different sort of, like, almost, I just got like, internet stereotype personalities. Um, because we're humans. We're not meant to be fictional characters will contain elements of all of these different narratives but we I think it's a very unhealthy approach to sort of limit yourself to one genre in a way and be like no I'm that girl I'm that girl who goes to the gym eats watermelon for breakfast and does pilates you know I think you can do all of that stuff but you could also be like sort of I'll take myself I'm very into like wellnessy stuff I love more than anything I mean I, there are tons of foods I'm obsessed with but I love a little salad bowl I have a green smoothie like every day I love I love my green smoothies <laughs> but it's also okay to love just reading really like academic books <laughs> I love philosophy so much in case I haven't pulled that up at least once already um even just like fiction I just love reading and I love yoga but I also love running so much and I love my sort of alone time but I also love going out and having sort of like a quote-unquote wild time with my friends because none of us have to be this sort of prototype can just live as a human and I think this is one of the issues with social media is that it makes you feel like you have to be this one sort of figure 
and have all of these traits because that's what society can compartmentalize you into and sort of understand who you are because it's all part of the algorithm it knows what to suggest to you if you are this distinct personality type so yeah that was very much tangent again um so sorry um but yes onwards so I was talking in the empowering section about how it sort of increases body autonomy in a sense because it's sort of encouraging women to go out and seek men for themselves in a very <laughs> reductive sense. Um, but I think it also lessens body autonomy in a way because in order to be hot, you have to be desired by many because the whole point of a hot girl summer is that you're not attached to anyone. You can sort of get with as many people as you like. But what if you don't want to get with loads of people what if you just want to literally just live like in your house and just like go out with your friends or not even you might just want to stay at home with your plants to be honest I really understand that I love my plants caring for my bonsai tree at the moment has literally been (laughs) such a highlight of my week I just yeah get yourself a bonsai tree that's my recommendation of the week um but anyway I think that being sort of having this hot girl summer shouldn't be about sort of your sexual activity because again it's just it's sort of inadvertent slut shaming it's just slut shaming under the guise of a romantic sounding label (laughs) I can't deny um and it's sort of demanding that you're desired by many people but surely having a hot girl summer should just be about just having a good relationship with yourself and learning about your needs and setting boundaries and prioritizing yourself I know that it's sort of I know that I previously said that it's trying to do that but it's not distinctly saying that I think we need to rebrand hot for summer as something a bit more nuanced than hot because we're all just more complex than that and I think if we want this to be a beneficial phrase to the many we need to take focus away from your physical appearance but anyway back to the actual points that we're getting sort of here I think it's kind of performative in a way and I know there's a whole narrative around like be the main character but it's very performative this whole rhetoric for the male gaze and it sort of contributes towards our heteronormative society in a way because I don't know, just the way it's orientated, it's just very much for straight girls. It's not particularly inclusive. It's kind of for, I hate to say it, but white, middle-class, straight girls. That's kind of what it is. It's like, oh yeah, just going to the beach to see all the cute guys. It's kind of very much under that spectrum. So I think we need to make it more inclusive, to be honest. And just generally of all sort of aside from sexuality also just like body size because ultimately hot girls on it it's very much like encouraging beauty ideals because it has such strong sexual connotations because it's all about sort of being sexy and being sexy currently is about sort of having a very voluptuous figure and being skinny in the right places but also having a bum and having boobs and being curvy but not too curvy which I think you can be I think sexual empowerment needs to come from all directions I think 
no one should be excluded from being hot because every, everyone is hot. It's just about, I think, hotness and just <laughs> hotness. Wow. Give me the heat. Okay, right. <laughs> it's so awkward just making jokes with yourself. Like, I do this anyway, but because I have all these conversations in my head, they flow so much better because. I feel like when you're in your head thinking, you just don't have as many sort of, like if you can't fully fledge something else, it doesn't actually happen in the real world. So it's just in your brain, it's a very smooth transition. Whereas when you're talking, it's very noticeable. So <laughs> sorry about for my lapses in communication. Um, anyway, onwards. <laughs> I think what's being advocated for here is very limiting in this whole body sense because it is very much just about being attractive and because our society focuses so much on body ideals it's not going to be inclusive of all body types and so I think it's just important that we see the wider perspective here um, and the potential link that it's gonna have to diet culture really because already there's a whole thing about being like summer body ready and so now is it going to be like oh I'm just getting ready for my hot girl summer you know I feel like it will just replace the narratives that are already in place which is just incredibly toxic because it's just telling young impressionable girls that in order to be valued and be desired by a number of people they have to look a certain way and that they have to prepare physically to be worthy of that attention which I think is just so detrimental to someone's self-esteem and just sort of general confidence because I think as well in the media this idea of weight loss will be the key to your happiness and success and will fix all your body image issues and make you feel more powerful and in control of your life than you've ever felt before it's just a blatant myth because when you do start to sort of chase these ideals you just become more and more lost and more and more confused as to why your problems haven't gone away because spoiler alert the problem isn't your body the problem is very much a mental one um I don't want to get too much into body image stuff because I think I'll probably have a whole episode on that another point but I think it's just important that women aren't just valued for what they look like I know I've said this about 10 times already but so much discourse remains about oh do I look good in this oh does he like me it's like no actually you don't need to question yourself or question your worth or question how attractive you are you should just be able to accept like from the get-go that yeah I'm attractive because we're all attractive because being attractive is kind of just it's not even a thing really it's just a social construct because we're also concerned with being validated yes we want to from a very reductive biological point of view we want to be able to attract a male in order to sort of reproduce and carry on our lineage or whatever but nowadays it's just about seeking external gratification for 
the sort of most shallow elements of our existence being sort of your outer appearance. So yeah, I mean, I think I might just wrap this up here because I've been chatting shit for quite a while, to be honest. Um, but I hope you was interesting. Um, I should probably actually uh, find a conclusion to this because although I have said kind of what I was going to conclude, I think it would be nice and neat and tidy if I did summarise it in a few sentences as I probably would normally. I think Hot Girl Summer, taken as a mindset specifically about being independent and not relying on anyone else's external gratification. I think that's a very positive thing. I think that should be encouraged generally to all people, no matter gender, age, sexuality, race, all of the above. And I think it's important that we encourage people to place greater importance on their immediate needs and desires because we don't always need to compromise our own sort of beliefs and wants although sometimes it's necessary it's taken into too much regard nowadays I think however I think this idea of attractiveness contained within the phrase is more damaging than helpful because it's very superficial ultimately and reinforces body ideals just from the very nature of what is considered to be sexually attractive so yeah i think we are done here so i hope you enjoyed and i will probably be chatting at some point soon maybe we'll see took me a good week to upload another episode so yeah I hope you enjoyed and I'll chat to you soon.